The evil that men do lands on. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. To hell with the devil, and welcome to a very special edition of the Music Media Podcast. Clint Schweitzer and Paul Agana here. As always, Paul, to hell with the devil. We are soldiers under command. It is time to talk Striper. That is our band of the week, and our guest this week is Michael Sweet from Striper. Cannot wait to get into this, man. This guy is unbelievable. The band Striper, I remember it from back in the mid-80s, coming out with, as you said, soldiers under command and the platinum award winning nomination and grammy nomination award winning to hell with the devil uh huge fan of those albums they were heavy striper was a band that kind of got pigeonholed as being uh you know this christian band of course their messages were very positive and uh identifiable with uh the christianity and which is wonderful they had it was a different a whole different ball game i mean you go see iron maiden you go see black sabbath Striper was different. I mean, they were as heavy and they were as, uh, I think, um, I think stylistically, they were up there with those bands. They just maybe got caught, um, you know, with that stigma of being a Christian band. I don't think that the, the, a lot of Christians accepted them either because they were lumped in. Right. On the other side, they were lumped in with Maiden Priest and these, you know, darker mm-hmm. bands. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't get as accepted from uh, maybe the metal fans that were into, you know, Slayer and those type of heavy bands either. So they kind of got stuck. Right. And um, they were actually shunned by the Christians uh, at first when they first came out because they were t- touring with bands like Rat and Bon Jovi. So, uh, again, uh, this band here for me was uh, an enigma at first, but I loved them. Yeah. Now, as you look back on the catalog, uh, I think it's I appreciate those albums. I mean, Soldiers Under Command, awesome album. To Hell with the Devil, great stuff. And now... They've released uh, two albums even in the last three years. In 2013, they had No More Hell to Pay, which is really good. And then Fallen, which came out uh, here in 2015, really good albums, very heavy. They've just continued to evolve musically. They're at their top. And I'll tell you, Paul, they're going to be here at the scene in Kansas City on June 28th. We're going to be talking with Michael Sweet about that show because we're going to be there and going to be uh, it'll be my first time seeing Striper. I can't wait to check them out. And Michael Sweet's done so much. I mean, he did that album with George Lynch a few years ago. Uh, he was in Boston for a while. But so Michael Sweet's voice definitely stands out in this band. Uh, definitely identifiable when you're scanning through Hair Nation uh, on XM. You, you definitely come across a Striper song. You know it because Michael Sweet, his voice soars over everything. Uh, no doubt about it. And Michael Sweet, to me, was, uh, again, one of the premier frontmen back in the 80s. Uh, his charisma was unbelievable back then. Uh, as you said, though, you know, uh, at first nobody knew about him, and they didn't really want to know about him. But now here they were back in the mid '80s, and again here here he is now, uh, just doing his thing. Now here they are, still together and still doing it, still going on the road. I mean, and people, uh, you know, you see him playing the big festivals, you see him at the M3s. Uh, they're they're out there and they're in demand uh, because their music has stood the test of time. I think that's what um, you know about Striper and Michael Sweet, and um, I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great because metal is such this world of uh, you, there's so many different kinds of metal, but uh, the bands we really like. I mean, think about it. You, Maiden, the number of the beast, Black Sabbath, the name stands right. says for itself. But to have that another side of it is wonderful, mm-hmm. and I love the message from Striper. It is definitely positivity. It's not preachy, 
you don't listen to Striper and think they're trying to get you to, you know, go to church and get baptized, but it's very positive uh, messages. I love that about them. They're a great band, and I'm really glad to be able to, to talk to Michael. And we can't thank you guys enough for joining us, man. Paul, as always, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, even Instagram if you want to see our pictures. I know that's uh, still in question. Guys, hit the download button if you're listening uh, on for free, of course, on iTunes or on YouTube. Make sure you do that. And it is our pleasure at this time to go ahead and welcome our very special guest to the Music Mania podcast. It is Mr. Michael Sweet from Striper. Michael, welcome to the show. How's everything going, man? It's going good, man. Just getting ready to uh, head out on the road for a tour, and we're excited about it. Oh, absolutely. We are here uh, in Kansas City as well, because that tour is going to be coming here to the Scene Rock Bar in Kansas City on June 28th. Very excited about it. I mean, you guys have 27, uh, you know, 27 dates, I think, coming up. I mean, this band is as, it's as if you guys are as in demand as ever. I mean, how cool is that? It's really amazing, man. And we, uh, we, we kind of shake our heads in amazement because, you know, we know how how powerful God is and what he can do. But at the same time, you know, 32 years later, who would have thought that we'd still be going as strong as ever? And it's just incredible. It really is. Well, we're really looking forward to the show, man. Uh, the reviews, your guys' live show, if, if people don't realize, it is it is a wonderful live show. You got, I mean, visually and sonically, uh, probably the best the band's ever been right now. And I want to talk about the album you guys released back in October, which is Fallen. Uh, one of my favorite, I mean, on, to be honest, uh, No More Hell to Pay from 2013 and Fallen, I think, are probably the uh, two of the best things you guys have done, uh, you know, since uh, since the mid to late 80s. And what's the reception? been like for Fallen and uh, how do you how are you feeling about um, you know how that album came about well the reception has been amazing I, I agree with you one million percent um, I do think that they're two of our strongest albums because they, they're very focused you know you, when you go back in the past and you look at albums any album Soldiers Yellow and Black uh, To Hell with the Devil and God We Trust whatever you know, you know not that it was a bad thing but they were a little less focused uh, you know, we had songs, uh, piano ballads, and then we would do full-on metal. These albums are a little more consistent in uh, the style and the format and the flow. Uh, and, you know, I think because of that, they make for really strong albums. And I, I feel like it is the best stuff we're putting out. The reviews have uh, expressed the same thing. Uh, you know, all the statistics, all the numbers... Uh, it seems to be uh, two of the fans' favorites regarding Fallen and No More Hell to Pay. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I mean, uh, uh, Yahweh, for instance, off this new album, just uh, it's, it has an epic-sounding feel. Like you said, it's almost stylistically, lyrically, and uh, sonically kind of more focused and uh, almost in a conceptual way. Um, amazing album cover, by the way, too. That's uh, tremendous work on that. And uh, speaking of Thank albums, you. You, you have, um, you've been talking a lot about uh, a solo album you're getting ready to come out with as well, uh, One-Sided War. You've been really talking it up, especially on, on Twitter when you said it's probably going to be one of the, the, probably the best album you're ever going to record. I mean, that's some strong words. Uh, how are you feeling about that? Well, I, I do believe that. I, I feel like it's, it's, my, it's my personal best uh, in terms of anything that I've done. Uh, at this stage up to this point. You know, I always try to outdo myself with any new album that I take on, any new project that I take on, and that's the goal. Whether it's achieved or not, I don't know, but I certainly try. And I feel like this new solo on One-Sided War is the strongest thing I've ever done. I think it's going to blow people away uh, in a good way, and they're going to be pleasantly surprised because people automatically expect Michael Sweet when he does anything solo, to be lighter and to have less punch to it. 
that's not the case of one-sided war. It's uh, it, it rivals striper in terms of heaviness, punch, authority, uh, sonic, you know, boom. I mean, it's really a powerful album. Uh, and I think so far everyone that's heard it has called me and said, wow, I did not expect this. So I think that's going to be, be the reaction from the fans as well. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. And I'll tell you what, you know, talking about Striper, I mean, you guys are, this is one thing I've always found interesting about you guys, and I've always wondered how you dealt with this, because you were recognized as the first openly Christian heavy metal ga band to gain recognition, you know, in the mainstream. But I've always wondered for you guys, was it more difficult dealing, uh, trying to fit into this, you know, this dark metal world, or on the other side, kind of the fundamentalist Christian side that was maybe not cool with what you guys were doing either, because you were lumped in with these other bands. I mean, that's kind of an interesting um, thing I've always kind of wanted to ask you about. It is. It really is interesting. And I think our key to success has been to not try to fit in. Uh, sure. We don't. We don't bow down to anybody, and we don't follow the leader. We never have. We never will. Uh, it's just the way we're built. You know, we're all kind of rebels for for and with the cause. Uh, and, you know, we've never fit into any club. We don't fit into the contemporary Christian club. We don't fit into the mainstream music club. Uh, and that's, that's fine by me. Because, like I said, I'm just, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to follow anybody. I'm, it's, I'm just that way. You know, when there's trends with hairstyles and shoes and clothes, you know, you're going to see Michael Sweet doing the opposite. <laughs> uh, and, and, and maybe it means I'm out of date and out of style, and that's fine. Uh, but I just don't follow trends. I, I just don't do it. Michael, Striper rose to fame with the album Soldier Under Command and To Hell With The Devil. How did things change for the band during that time? Well, it just became a whirlwind. Uh, you know, we were in our own little world prior to that, uh, somewhat safe and, uh, you know, not really taking many chances. We took chances, but, you know, once it was on a, a, you know, a world stage and it exploded and we went platinum and into arenas and around the world, you know, obviously that was a whole different playing field. And um, I think it was a little overwhelming for us. It, 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 we were excited about it. And, and blown away by it, but yet overwhelmed by it as well. Because we were kids. Sure. I mean, when Tell the Devil came out, I was 23 years old. Wow. So that's... <laughs> you know. Time flies when you're having fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was the peak of our career, uh, 86, 87, 88. And we were really young guys and uh, just absorbing it and trying not to let it mess us up. Well, you guys, you know, took, took a kind of a break, and obviously... Uh, a lot of bands from your era did that during the 90s. It was definitely not the best era for uh, heavy rock music, but you guys reunited back in 99. How important have these last 16 or so years been for the legacy of this band? Because like we talked about earlier, you guys are in demand as ever, playing the festivals, playing with your peers uh, that have still managed to keep going this long. I mean, how important has, has the legacy been uh, these last uh, 16 years? Well, I mean, really important. We've learned a lot. We've gone through a lot, good and bad. Uh, we had a different bass player for a while. Uh, you know, I've considered uh, parting ways and, and heading out and, and doing other things. Uh, you know, you go through those thoughts when you're in a band because a band is like a marriage. And, you know, if the marriage is going great, it's great. If it's not going great, you're reevaluating your life and if you should or shouldn't be there. And, you know, that's the same situation with any band that you're in. Uh, no different from Striper. So, uh you know, we've stood the test of time. 
You know, and I, yeah. I credit that to God. I credit that to God in our relationships. And, you know, I, I feel if it wasn't for God in our relationship and faith in Him, we wouldn't be here. I mean, we definitely would not have stuck around. We would have parted ways and we would not have reformed. Michael, in 2015, you and George Lynch released an album called Only to Rise, which is described as one of the best collaborations that uh, anybody's ever heard, actually. Um, what was it like working with George, and can we expect anything else with that? Yeah, we're definitely going to do another album. Good. It's just a matter of exactly when. Uh, but we for sure are. We've already discussed it. We want to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, working with George, you know, I didn't get to be in the studio with George when he tracked, but I know George, I've hung out with him, we've played together, we've toured together. Uh, I love George, he's a great guy, really smart guy, one of the best guitar players ever to pick up a guitar, no question. Absolutely. One of my all-time favorites, and it was it was an honor to work with him, uh, it really was, and I think the merge between Michael Sweet and George Lynch really worked. Yeah, it absolutely did. Like I said, uh, I just thought your your vocal style worked really well, and I, I wondered how that would be. And, you know, also, uh, you know, when you were in Boston uh, for four or five years, I mean, what was that experience like um, working with Boston? I mean, I thought I, it was something. Whenever I heard it announced, I was like, "Wow, that's I would never have seen that coming in a million years." And I can't imagine what that will be. But it was it was awesome. And I think honestly, and I'm just saying this, maybe it's blasphemous, but better than the current version of Boston now. I mean, what was that experience like for you? Well, I, I mean, thank you. I agree. I, I, I think it was, you know, uh, a really great version of Boston. There was something uh, incredibly wonderful and magical about it. Uh, and, and, and because of what was going on in the band, that translated over to the audience as well. It was a really special time. It was a celebration of Brad's life. And that's what that whole tour felt like. So it was very unique, very special. Uh, you know, I did the Boston thing, truthfully. My wife was sick uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, if she wasn't sick, it, it, if we hadn't gone through that, uh, I would never have done the Boston thing, to be honest. Sure. Uh, I, I only did it because it was just all about the timing of it. I feel like God brought us together. Tom was going through something incredibly heavy and dark with the loss of Brad Delp. I was going through something heavy and dark with my wife being sick. And I feel like God kind of brought us together uh, at that time in life because we needed each other. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it was a great version of the band. It was a great time period uh, for Boston. But now things off and running. Of course, Striper, guys, go check out uh, the dates are, are all on striper.com. you got 27 dates coming up. Like, like I said, Kansas City, June 28th. Can't wait to get Striper. Uh, back to Kansas City, and that you're going to love this club here, uh, the scene, Rock Bar in Kansas City, going to be a great venue uh, for this show. Uh, you guys are about to kick the tour back off. What is, how is touring different for you guys now, say, uh, you know, versus the late 80s? I mean, it's just got, it's a whole, music's a whole different ball game now, isn't it? Well, the only difference is, uh, you know, in the past, we never needed help with our luggage. Now we do because we're getting too old to carry it, you know? <laughs> uh, there's not much difference, man. We still enjoy it. We still love it. Uh, we're just as excited about doing it now as we were then. The only thing that it does get kind of old, in all honesty, is uh, the traveling. You know, yeah. it, 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 with the restrictions when you fly and uh, being in a group, you get pulled aside and you got to go through a lot more, and that's fine. But it just makes for a lot more inconvenience, and you know that's never fun. Yes, that especially you know, and I mean, I, 
I'm a little bit younger, but like the, the older I get, the less I want to fight through airport security and take right, long right. bus rides. <laughs> you just, you know, you just, it's just kind of how it goes. I don't think it, not, not necessarily an age thing, just sort of a, I think maybe everybody's kind of, uh, especially, you know, exactly. for a touring band, you guys, uh, have a little more travel than, than the rest of the people. But I'll tell you what, Michael, you know, it's just been such a pleasure. And I tell you what, we want to, we want to definitely catch up with you guys here on June 28th when you roll into the, to the scene. Uh, can't wait to see the show, man. And I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know this tour we're starting and you guys are uh you know guys have a lot going on i cannot thank you enough man for joining us it's really been a pleasure hey my friend thank you for having me and i look forward to seeing you soon okay absolutely we'll see you on the 28th man good luck and that was michael sweet from the band striper and also all of his solo projects michael sweet what a guy buddy yeah absolutely like I said, amazing front man, great conversation with him, positive guy, really nice guy. I mean, I was really surprised, you know, in fact, you know, a lot of this goes on behind behind the scenes, but uh, we it took, um, you know, Michael was supposed to call us about a, a little bit before he did, and uh, he, he was a little late calling, and he was just like extremely apologetic, and here we are just happy to have the interview, you know, and yeah, mm -hmm. 15 minutes to us, well, I mean, I'd wait around all day to talk to these guys, and he's talking mm -hmm. 15 measly minutes, and uh, just so grateful for him to get back to us, and very nice guy. And Oh, absolutely. And to me, what he said about, you know, working back in the mid 80s, also about being shunned by the Christian faith at first while touring with Rat and Bon Jovi and then uh, just uh, going on from there to uh, get a Grammy Award nominee. Yeah, they remain steadfast. They, uh, you know, they, 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 you know, I love that about them that they, um, you know, you can't really you can't pigeonhole Striper. You, you can tr you really can't. And I don't, I don't think it's fair to do that to any band. But uh, Striper definitely caught some of that in the 80s. But you know what? They're reaping some of those benefits now because people that have seen them live know what a heavy and high energy rock act they are you know here in right. 2016 and that's what's important guys we cannot thank you enough for joining us here on the music media podcast paul it is a pleasure every time to sit in here to do this to talk about the music we love and there's really just there's hardly any words to, to describe it. this is a sentimental moment here that's breaking out maybe it's because we had michael sweet on striper you know honestly free it's all just kind you're, of... You're going to make me cry here, buddy. <laughs> but no, uh, again, Clint, I can't thank you enough for letting me par be part of this. And uh, again, everybody needs to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we are the Twins of Chaos, so let us know how we're doing. Uh, Never forget that, man. Absolutely. And thank you guys enough again, and we'll see you all next time. See you all next time.